Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Press Start Podcast. I'm your host, Dalen Weatherup, joined by... Your boy, Dean Brown. Skinny penis. Um, <laughs> so, today we are talking about Destiny. Shocker. I know. Um, we haven't really ever done this before. We've never really talked about Destiny before. Um... But we're talking about, we got like a list of Destiny expansions all the way back from D1, and we're going to kind of go through it and not necessarily give like a 1 through whatever it is, 9 or 10 at this point, uh, ranking. We're maybe going to do a tier list, maybe we won't do any sort of ranking, um, but we'll see. So, I guess before we get into it... Oh, well, no, actually... Hmm. 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 Hmm, I'm debating if I want to... No, let's not. Uh, let's just go right into it, then. Um, so, we'll start with The Dark Below. Obviously, that was the first... Well, actually, why don't we just talk about the release of D1? Well, I had the release of D1... And D2 into there, even though it's not really an expansion. But I still think it counts. Um, yeah. So the release of D1 was kind of... And feel free to, like, chip in whenever, chirp in whenever, like, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't rem- honestly don't remember too much about the launch of D1. Like, I feel... I don't remember much about the launch specifically. Maybe I don't even think there was really all that much, like drama. I mean, like it got hype for sure, but I, I remember it being a pretty smooth launch. Yeah, um, I mean, it launched with a good amount of strikes, crucible maps, uh, different modes, and crucible as well. Um, I want to say it dropped with, like, the Nightfall modifier, like, the heroic thing. Yeah, Nightfalls were in at the beginning. Yeah. Um, story missions, and then Volatile Class. PvP. Weekend, yeah, we had uh, PvP, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, I think I think it was a pretty, like, just, like, a good game launch, I guess. I thought it was pretty good, yeah. I mean, I don't, um, I don't remember thinking anything bad about it, so... Yeah, yeah. I but a, that a, was also ten years ago, almost. That's true. So... Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So I don't really... I think it was pretty solid, but I think a lot of my memories with that game really do start with the Dark Below. Um, which is convenient, obviously, because that's where we'll go next. Right. Launch was not very good uh the campaign was like three missions or something um, yeah i think it was three i remember that being a very hot button issue and i i will say i love year one d1 but man the game was not very good like no the get well the game was fine the content there was like none there was not a lot of it. No. Well, it was all supposed to be like one big game, wasn't it? Like I don't. Point. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I think it was supposed to be like all up to the uh, the Taken King, 
Oh shit. I think it, that was all supposed to be in the main game, but they Activision decided to split it up. And then Rise of Iron was kind of just something they maybe mm-hmm. maybe that was included. I don't know. I don't think Rise of Iron was included though. I could be wrong. But I, I think Activision just wanted them to break it up. So like all of that was supposed to be with it, but yeah. they just kind of broke it up for money. I think mm-hmm. I think I read that somewhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that could definitely be true. It certainly sounds like something Activision would do. Um, so. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I mean, Dark Below, honestly. Let's see, we have a shared um, Google Doc. Why don't, we, why don't we write our tier C through, or D through S. So, obviously, D tier being worst, S tier being the best. Okay. I don't want to, as we go through here, we'll write our tier for that thing, and then at the end we'll go back through it and see if we want to change anything. But for D1 release, I was going to say B. I think it's pretty, like, just mid. Like, I think it was fine. I don't want to say mid makes it sound bad. I think it was solid. Like, it wasn't crazy, but it was solid. Yeah. So I would say B tier. Um... Dark Below is maybe like I re- I like Dark okay I should say this I like Crota a lot obviously right. I think that the Dark Below expansion was honestly not very good like there was not really anything going on like we got the campaign we got some new exotics we got new sh- we got a strike we got a raid we had a lot of shit but we got a lot of different stuff but the raid is infamous for being incredibly easy. The campaign yes. is three missions long. On the goal is one of the most hated strikes in the history of Destiny. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like, I mean, I, I should I shouldn't say that. Screen, I shouldn't say the that. Screen was hated. Well, infamous. I'm gonna say hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say infamous. Infamous. Yeah, that's better. So maybe that's even a good thing. Maybe that's a positive instead of a negative because it's memorable. But. So I don't really know what to write that one. We could come back to it, or if you have, if you were thinking we anything. That's um, fine, yeah. So then it's House of Wolves, um, where we can, uh, you know, it's everything with Skolas, and obviously that. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I like. I think House of Wolves was probably better than Dark Below was. I think the campaign yeah. is a little more interesting. I think the only, maybe the only part of Dark Below that's better than House of Wolves is Crota versus Prison of Elders. But I really, that's not like a slight, like I really like Prison of Elders. Um, yeah, yeah, Prison of Elders is definitely the the uh, superstar of the mm-hmm. expansion. I, I I loved House of Wolves, I mean, uh, Prison of Elders. I think that was just a really good activity. In yeah. general, I think that, I mean, I would love to have it in Destiny 2. I feel like that's better than most acti- like activities they make nowadays. Yeah, Prison of Elders is awesome. I think um, it was something really different, which yeah. was met with pretty mixed reactions, if I remember correctly. Um, but I think it ended up being a pretty good thing. And obviously, Skull Lost, like the boss fight in PLE has some significance to our group and stuff like that. Um, yeah. 
Plus, Ga- House of Wolves gets a bonus for me because that's where I got Gallowhorn for the first time. It was in a <laughs> chest true. at that end of Prison of Elders. That's um, true. So, I'm thinking like comparatively to the rest of the stuff on the list, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably kind of like B. We could do B plus. Um, or maybe A minus. I don't think it's A. I don't. Uh, I'd probably say B. Just because, B. Yeah, A and S are pretty like phenomenal. I, I'm. Yeah. I love House of Wolves, but I don't think it's in that kind of like phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. stuck with you for a long time. Like, you know, in contention for one of the best. You mm-hmm. know, like I like it. it's really cool, but I don't think it's like up there. Up there. Yeah, I I think I agree. I definitely don't think it's in conversation for the best, but I think it's yeah. in the top half. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so now we're to the first of the the big boys. Mm-hmm. The first of the big boys, um, which is obviously Taken King. Um, I mean, what? can we say about it that it hasn't been said already like it's so good just the atmosphere of the dreadnought it's like it just it feels so like dark and like you're in a huge haunted house and there's yeah. so many things to discover and explore like for destiny one that was like a huge destination i mean it's still a really big destination yeah like there was so much stuff to do um and I think also the aesthetic of you being in space was really awesome. Oh, yeah, like it being in orbit around something? Yeah. Around Saturn? Saturn? Yeah. I think that was awesome. Um, I mean, the raid... Oh. Uh, the raid was amazing. The campaign was amazing. The two strikes they launched, it was the Cabal Brothers and the... Dark Blade. Dark Blade. Those are two great strikes. Um, Crucible Rift was added, I believe. Was that was that Rift? Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think so. Yeah, and that was it. one of my favorites. And yeah, Destiny yeah, One. Yeah. I don't. I don't like the Destiny Two Rift. Destiny One Rift was where it's at. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 they honest. They feel super different to me. So they feel yeah, almost like just, different games. Just new supers. Yeah. And Game. It was just taking King. So much different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you had Rift. You had the uh, the Crucible maps for this expansion. I did not like the one really? they brought back to Destiny Two. I don't like the one they brought back to Destiny Two. The other one, I do like. The one with that like hole in the middle of the map. I think so. Where there was like the drop down and B was on the lower floor and you could like drop yeah, right yeah, on the B. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. The one they put in Destiny 2, I feel like it's so... I don't like big open maps, but I don't like something that feels so enclosed. I don't like doing a jumping puzzle in a Crucible map. <laughs> that is extremely valid. That, like, the heavy ammo is on its own, like, floating platform above the planet. And then the middle room, you have, like, stairs, and you can jump across... You can jump across in a lot of places. I, just, yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't like mixing 
jumping puzzles and mm-hmm. shooting, you know. So yeah. But I think that's the only flaw of the Taker King was that Crucible map. The other one was good. Strikes were good. Raid was awesome. Campaign was awesome. Yeah, well, were, it was just those two strikes, right? Yeah. I think the the Shield Brother strike is cool. Yeah. I think I like, it, I like, I like that strike. Um, but the Dark Blade is like, for me, one of the better strikes they've ever done. Yeah. That would be an interesting, depending on how long this takes, that would be a really interesting list to go through, actually. All the D1 the strikes. Stri- the strikes. I think that'd be good too, yeah. Um, um, but the Dark the dark Blade, I think, is maybe one of their best strikes. I would say so. The it's so The memories good. I have with the Shield Brothers is just the Nightfalls that we did on Solar Burn. So fucking difficult. Yeah. Yeah. But I did enjoy the strike, but I think the Dark Blade... It's like what you're saying. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. I think it's I, definitely up there. I really like the, um, uh, the mechanics, in of the boss fight in Shield Brothers. But I think like, Darkblade was so, like, innovative so for the time. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, shit. I mean, even beyond everything that there was, Court of Oryx too. Which yeah. is still, I think, one of the best non-matchmade activities they've ever done. Mm-hmm. Maybe the best. Uh, I mean, I'd have to see a list, probably, to really say that. Um, but, well, non-matchmade, I mean, it's probably the best, right? I, mean, I think the only competition is maybe um, Escalation Protocol. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Interesting to think about. But I would put Taken King in S. I mean, yeah, I think, it's yeah. in contention yeah, for the best. Yeah. It's in contention for the best ever. Like, it's so good. It's so in-depth. Oryx is one of the best characters they've ever released. I think he's the most intimidating character they've ever released. Mm-hmm. I think he's more intimidating than Witness. Just probably because we haven't seen the witness really do anything yet. Um, yeah. Maybe that'll change in final. I mean, like obviously he'll do shit in final change. I mean, maybe his perception yeah. will change in final shape. But Oryx was so menacing, and I think maybe part of that is because characters. All right. So this is actually an interesting thought. So I think maybe because. Oryx was like known. We knew who we know who he is. We knew who he was. Eris knew all about him. Like all this shit, right? I think maybe that part of the reason he's so much more intimidating is because throughout the expansion we see our characters shitting their pants because they know like Eris is like shit. This guy's bad news, right? Like um and with the witness everybody's like, damn. That's crazy. <laughs> like, right. But they don't know what's going on. So maybe that's part of it. I think um, just like... I mean, even his size when he's not taken. He's just he's just a big dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he... You also get a little bit of backstory through the campaign, which I mm-hmm. like. You see him talking to the priest and stuff, and you hear him talking, and you see him destroying the awoken ships and stuff with that big, you know, yeah. blast. Plus, um, maybe the best soundtrack... 
the best. Oh, yeah. One of the best single songs in Destiny is Oryx's theme. It's yeah, so it good. Is. It's so good. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. I agree. I think Light Falls is really good, too, to be honest. It's yeah. Underrated. I like Light Falls. I like, um, I mean, it's a cliche, I guess, in the community, but Deepstone Lullaby. Yeah. Um, I really like the song. It's called Ends from Beginnings. It's, it plays at the end of the D1 campaign. Mm-hmm. I really like that song, too. I think they need to bring back the OG Destiny 1 title for, song for Final Shape. That would be fucking sick. Because that would be sick. Bringing back so much stuff in that in the Traveler. I would lose my mind if I, I opened it. And it went, yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Anyway. Back to Rise of Iron. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Rise of Iron. Uh, I'll let you go first on this one. I think your um, opinions are a little more founded than mine on this one. Rise of Iron was, I think, I think it was pretty underrated when it, not even in like Destiny One, but like in terms of Destiny One and Destiny Two. Mm-hmm. I think Rise of Iron's a very good underrated expansion i wouldn't say it's in contention for like the best but i definitely say it's up there mm-hmm. um i think i think the campaign was a tiny bit lazy making sepics you know kind of siva i understand why they did it like it's a mm-hmm. cool aspect and everything but like i think it that was kind of lazy i guess and like I guess not in a new enemy. Well, we had high expectations after taking King, I guess, because you know we got a new yeah. interface and the Taken, and you know and the Taken are so in depth. Yeah, I liked the Siva Fallen. Um, I think storytelling is up there for one of the best storytelling of expansions, especially yeah. that opening cutscene with all the yes. Iron Lords and Siva just destroying them. Mm-hmm. That was that was one of the most emotional cutscenes I think Destiny has ever had. Yeah. Um, I well, think... in uh, taking a character we really liked in Saladin, and obviously they didn't right. like give him his background for, but like you know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked. I loved. This is what they need to. I loved that they gave us a new social space. I yeah. loved the Felwinter. Was it something? Felwinter's Peak. Well, that's yeah, the name of the Crucible map. Uh, I know what you're talking uh, about, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if we can look it up. I'll look it up. Um, I love that as a social space. I think that's... Other than the OG D1 tower, I think... Oh, no, it was called Fell Winter Peak. Okay. But, yeah, I think that's, like, my second favorite social space. That's That was awesome. I love the snow. I love the wolves. I love everything yeah. about that. Um, what did they add for strikes? I know they added those like strike specific loot and the skeleton keys or whatever they were. I guess it's not the name of the crucible map. I definitely thought it was also the name of the crucible map. I thought it was too. Sorry. Um They added the um Sepix perfected. Right. But that's not really adding. I don't think I don't really count that. Oh, it was that big ogre strike. Yeah, with the with the, the captain that had his eye, eye as yeah, a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, strike yeah. was awesome. That he strike on Voidburn <laughs> sucked. Oh, it was terrible. That strike yeah. on Voidburn was awful. 
It was so yeah, hard. I like that strike though. I, I really like that strike too. I the the what was it called? The part of the the plague lands is what they called it. Yes. I think plague was, was awesome. it was sick. Uh, what a sick destination! Like what a sick destination. Prison of Elders, like thing that they added. I forgot what it was called. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What was that called? That's another non-matchmade thing. Yeah. That was kind of like a Court of Works, Prison of Elders kind of thing. Archon's Forge. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah, that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, really cool. Uh, and then the raid. The raid was amazing. I, I love loved, Wrath. I love... My favorite part of that raid is after the big machine you go into that big like obsidian shard where there's just red surrounding you oh and you yeah go down that long staircase that's my favorite part of the raid and you go into the big room and then the boss is there on the wall yeah, yeah. That, raid, that raid is definitely top tier that sure. raid is awesome yeah but i i do think rise of iron gets a lot of hate i think it was i think it's very underrated i think rise of iron was definitely one of the better ones I, I, I would put it at A tier. I would put Rise of Iron at A tier. I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree. I think Rise of Iron is definitely the first A tier. Um, yeah. I think... I pretty much agree with like everything you said. I think the um, the raid was sick. I thought the the elemental cannons were really cool. Yes. I thought that was like a really neat little feature. Um, oh, we didn't even mention uh, Age of Triumphs. Oh yeah, that's the right. The exotic raid weapons and all the ornaments. Well, I'll make that. I'll make that its own thing. That's. I'll make that its own thing. Cause it was kind of like an expansion, it to be thing. honest. Yeah. Age it of was, Triumphs. That's yeah, right. I forgot that that's when that came in. Um, yeah, but I mean, Rise of Iron was really cool. I really like the story. I pretty much echo everything you said about the story. Yeah. Um, yeah, Young Wolf is the sickest nickname we have. Uh, yes. Young Wolf is such a sick nickname. Um, Saladin is really cool. And you know what else we didn't talk about is this is when they added swords. Uh, yeah. It was Rise of Iron is when they added the swords. Dark Drinker mm-hmm. being one of the, I mean, oh my god. And now it's in D2. I mean, then, then they added it as guillotine in D2. Like, what an incredible sword. They were all honestly really good. But I definitely think yeah, that are. Ray's Lighter and Dark Tinker were the premier two. Obviously, there's only one more. Yeah. But I think those were definitely the two better ones. The Arc one was really good in PvP, though. Right. Um, yeah, but the swords is definitely a notable addition because they were so... They were always kind of whatever in D1. They weren't particularly good other than the two exotic ones. Um, but I think, uh, obviously, they've been an important and impactful addition over the course of Destiny's lifetime, right? Like, at one point in D2 with, I think it was Beyond Light, um, swords were just, like, at their peak. Like, they were so mm-hmm. good. And then obviously yeah. the lament is one of the most broken weapon releases Destiny has ever seen. Yeah, like I, I think I think swords in D one were before their time. 
Yeah, kind of yeah. Well, the sandbox cool. and stuff was it was just so different. Yeah, it was, it was just so different than like in D one. You did not want to be close in PvP or PVE. No. Yeah, like it would be really bad if you got close enough to use a sword on anything that you couldn't just one tap with Dark Drinker. Right. Um. And then obviously in D2, as we've gotten more and more OP, that's not as much of an issue. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, it was swords were a really important thing. Um, and so, as you said, now we have Age of, uh, Age of Triumphs. I, I'll let you go first on this one, too. I'm interested to hear what you have to say before I say anything. Um, God, there were so many, like, books you had to do so i, I, I want to look up all the ornaments remember you got like shaders you got like what are they called them? not legendary shards but the legendary tokens you got I don't oh the legendary tokens that's what they were called yeah, yeah. Uh, you got those you got shaders you got weapons for like doing certain things and it's just like your career throughout destiny so it's kind of like the Hall of Fame of Destiny, but you're like setting all your records, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it was mainly that, and just like bringing all the rotators and like heroic story missions and like nightfalls and stuff like that, putting that all on your menu. Um, and then exotic weapons um, for all the strikes, or not the strikes, the, the raids. Uh, the raids, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the exotic um, primaries. Yeah, and I thought that was that was a really cool like twist kind of thing. But that's really all it was. Still never got a um, bringer. But yeah, um, yeah. I think it's. I, I mean, it's a cool thing. I just I don't know. I don't know where I would rank it with these. Because it, it wasn't really like a content drop. It was more like weapons and like achieving things. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I guess I see that we could. We don't have to make it its own thing. Um, we can factor it into. Uh, we can just factor it into base game, can't we? Well, I was gonna say we could just factor it into Rise of Iron. I mean, yeah, that's fine. It yeah, came out during Rise of Iron, Iron, right? So yeah, it did. Yeah, that's fine. We'll just factor it. Into that. Um, I think I think A is good for Rise so, of Iron. I think that's good. But honestly, I kind of like pushing maybe like to like A plus. I don't know if we want to do plus and minus. Um, but if we do, I think A plus. We can say like, the top of A tier. We'll, uh, we'll say first in A tier. Yes, that works. First in A tier. Um, I did want to talk very quickly about the. I sent you a snap of it. Um, the Age of Triumphs, desk, the armor ornaments, um, mm-hmm. are are so fucking cool, and I'm so glad that the Crota armor is back. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and like the Taken King armor or the yeah, yeah, um, King's Fall armor, like the Wrath armor, like Vog. It's so cool. It's so so cool. Yeah. Um. And I hope if they bring back... I hope they put that armor back into Vogue at some point now that they've done it with Crota. But I hope that if... I want the, that. 
any of the other raids yeah. ever come back that they bring that armor back to. Yeah, I want the um, the glowing red Siva armor mm -hmm. from Wrath. I want yeah. that, and I want the all taken armor yep. from Taken King. Yep. I think they need to add that. I'm gonna go ahead and put Dark Below. I want to put it in B, but I feel like it. I in C. I don't think we should put it in B. The only reason you I want to put it in C. B is because of Crota. Yeah. And I think when you throw out the nostalgia that goes along with Crota, I think it's a pretty like mid raid in D one. Yeah. Like in D one, it's the worst raid, right? Right. Like, yeah. If you if you take away our personal opinions and the nostalgia because of how important it was to us as a group with our second in the world time and everything, yeah. I think if you take that away, it's definitely the worst raid in D one. Yeah. But that's not necessarily to say it's a bad raid. We just had three fucking bangers in D1. Yeah. With Vog, King's Fall, and then Wrath. Yeah. Yeah, I think that belongs firmly in C. I think that's good. Yeah, I'll put that in C. So, Curse of Osiris. Yes. I. Um, I. Can I, like... A, can I just like <laughs> oh like I think that's I think it belongs in D tier I think it's the worst content that they've ever put out Expan yeah. like major expansion I'm not gonna count seasons major expansion it's I think it's definitely the worst content that they've put out I yeah I do too I I think uh, I mean destination was cool it was small. Infinite Forest concept was cool, but it was also just so boring going from platform to platform, and it didn't feel really that randomized. Um, yeah. Campaign was cool. I liked Panoptes. I liked the bosses, the the big root Hydra thing that spun around mm -hmm. you. I liked that. I didn't like that they made those into strikes from the story missions. They started doing that in that expansion. I didn't like that yeah. at all. I thought it was stupid. Um, the game was in a terrible spot. There were still um, double primaries. Yep. Heavies were shotguns and fusion rifles and snipers. Which made the games feel so bad. Yeah, I thought that was stupid. Um, I hated that era of Destiny. Yeah. It made the game feel awful. Did you want to rate the base Destiny 2 as well? Or no? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that after this. We'll do that after this. Okay. Um, but yeah, Curse of Osiris... I mean the the raid layer was it wasn't Spire Stars, was it? No, it was a uh, uh -huh. Eater Worlds. Yeah, and I, Eater Worlds was so uh, short. Was, was it I Spire it was Stars? No, it was no, Worlds. it was Eater Worlds. Spire Stars yeah. was the next one. Spire was uh, Warlord. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't really like the raid. It was really short. Felt like a strike. Um, cool concept, but like. It really amazed me. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, that's all yeah. I really have to say about it. I think it was a cool concept, but they just didn't execute it to what yeah. they needed to. I mean, I, so. I I definitely agree with most, if not all, of your points. Like the, in my opinion, the two redeeming things about I well, the first one's not even that redeeming. The first one's not redeeming. There's one redeeming thing about. 
Chris Osiris, in my opinion, and I'll get to that in a minute. But the um, Infinite Forest is such a cool idea. Anything that's procedurally generated, generated like that is always very, very cool, especially from like a technical standpoint. To have a set of possibilities and then being it being randomly chose with just excluding the previous one. Um, yeah. So you don't get two in a row, I think is a really, really cool thing to do technically. And there's a couple other games that have done that that have all really impressed me. Um, and so that part's really cool. Um, but like you were saying, the room set is not very big. It's only like 10 rooms. Yeah. So there's not actually all that much randomness. Like, there's this one game called Hades that is procedurally generated. Um, it's like a dungeon crawler, basically. Um, and I would be, I play, I've played like a hundred runs, runs can take up to like an hour. I played like a hundred runs and I I swear on like run 70, I was still finding new rooms. Like, um, right. And obviously that it is different because it's a full game versus just a $20 expansion. But my point stands and your point stands that it does not feel particularly random there's not a large set of stuff to be picking from (laughs) um but i think Um, i think the one redeeming quality about it was the the way that they did the weapons with those like mini quest things that you had to do or whatever it was yeah um i thought that was sick and i i really liked the weapons i think the weapons were good i like i thought they were cool i don't remember any of them being like game breaking or anything i think they looked cool yeah, I thought they looked really cool, though. And I liked the Scout Rifle a lot. The Scout Rifle was cool. My one thing that I loved about Curse of Osiris was the Haunted Forest. That yeah. Was my favorite part. I wish they still had that today instead of making it the Lost Sectors. I know the people Haunted got tired Forest of it, is sick. but that was, that was one of my favorite things that they have made. I love Halloween time. I yeah. love what they did with that. I, just, I really want them to bring that back. I don't think they're going to, but... I really want them to bring that back. That was awesome. The it's amazing that activity. I would be I would get on Destiny and be like, I'm gonna play some fucking haunted forest, and I'm gonna play yeah. like uh, seven runs. I'm gonna just play yeah. some haunted forest. And that this was is very sick. rewarding too. Yeah, yeah. it was very, very cool. Rewarding. It was very cool. And there's not a lot of times in Destiny where I can get on and be like, Yeah, I'm gonna play a seasonal activity. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> or an event activity. Um, yeah. But that one was very cool. All right. Uh, so we'll move on to Destiny 2. Um, campaign was awesome. Loved the campaign. Loved the cinematics. Loved Gaul as a villain. I thought he was cool. Ripped to my man's speaker. Uh, <laughs> didn't really serve too much of a purpose. I really loved did his anything. voice actor. His voice actor was awesome. Uh, And Gaul, I think it was a cool concept of just invading the tower. I thought that was cool. Um, I loved the cutscenes. I loved the what Gaul's end goal was, and I loved him like getting huge from the Traveler's Light and just exploding. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, the Almighty on Mercury and the Sun. That was a cool mission. Um, that was then, a cool mission the traveler just like bursting light and Healing then itself we sure. see 
this 10 year story start with the pyramids in a distant universe yeah. all light up um that's what really started the excitement for me i guess i would say for destiny 2 was seeing those pyramids and the curiosity uh, that's one of the first moments when we got a hint at what the story would become right um the strikes the game came with i never had a problem with the inverted spire i think that's what it was called yeah the beta strike yeah um a scion strike is cool um, oh oh you know what strike is sick that they added oh it was a PlayStation exclusive strike at one point. This is D1. I want to say they added it with Taken King was the Scion Flayers. That strike oh, yeah, yeah. was That's sick. Right. And that cloak, that cloak yeah. Yeah, I have, I still wear it on my D1 character. He's been wearing it ever since I got it. It is yeah. so fucking cool. That strike is awesome. That strike is awesome. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I, uh, so, it just made me think of that. And I wanted to mention it. I think the game launched with decent strikes. I don't think strikes are terrible. Um, I honestly didn't mind Crucible. I didn't like not having a special weapon, but I liked the gunplay. It was too long to kill other people. I will say it was too long. But without so many abilities today and new supers and everything, I liked how it kind of felt like D1 Crucible. Yes. A little bit, other than time to kill, and other than having two primaries. Well, it felt like PvP as opposed to fucking chaos. Yeah, exactly. It it actually felt like you had to have gun skill skill. instead of spamming abilities. So, yeah, I I liked that about the Crucible aspects. Um, And there wasn't really much else. Oh, uh, wow. I think th- sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. The Leviathan was a, yeah. Was Leviathan a was sick. I like that. I rain. enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed every like, like the different rooms. I really enjoyed the gauntlet. That was awesome. Just running through yeah. that and doing that yeah. encounter. I loved Facts. that one. I loved the bath encounter. I loved the dogs encounter. Was awesome. Um, I think honestly, the boss room was like the bad part of that raid, which is a crazy thing. But like, I think the boss. Yeah, room I would like, agree worst part of that raid i don't really um, like the running and jumping puzzles in that one though if i'm being honest yeah i don't either i, I think, think they're kind of cool. mid the end boss room where you show all the callous robots that's pretty yeah awesome. yeah yeah um overall it's a good raid um i mean to be honest i it's just basically i i think d1 had like more strikes launched with it i think and the crucible was definitely better one like D1 launched as opposed to when D2 launched. Um, I feel like the campaign just really and the raid just really carried. There wasn't much to I, do outside for of that. Sure. Um, I don't I, really know. Yeah. I I for sure I for sure agree with that. I think the campaign was really cool. I really like. Um, the cool thing about the vanilla Destiny campaigns, both of them, are that feeling of, like, touring the solar system. Yes. You know, like, I, we get to visit every planet. Each planet's got separate but connected stories. Each planet's got a new character. 
Like we had um, Titan with Zavala. We had, I think it was Io. Io was Ikora, and then Nessus was Cade. Like I thought that was really cool, and we were like slowly reassembling the Vanguard. Um, I thought that was really really cool though. The farm was cool. The farm. Um, the farm. The farm. The farm. The farm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I want to put it in like the bottom of B tier. I feel like that's a good place for it. I kind of think it's. I kind of think it's C. I think it. Yeah. It's better than Dark Below, but I don't think it's as good as House of Wolves. Yeah. Well, that's why I was putting it below House of Wolves in B tier. But I, I think we could do like a high C tier as well. I think. I, I think. I think. Looking forward, it belongs in C tier. Like, yeah, with all the yeah, other sh- shit that we have to rank. Yeah. I think... It, I'll, I'll say... I'll put it top of C. Yeah, that's fine. Top of C. Definitely. I agree with that. I think that works well. Um. So... Next, obviously, we go Warmind. Um, Warmind is interesting to me. It, um, I think the story was pretty cool. Obviously, it reintroduced Rasputin. Um, and we know what a great character he ended up being. Um, so I think that was one of the shining parts of Warmind. I think Anna is a good character. I really like Anna. Um, She's pretty hot, too. (laughs) Keep going. Um... Escalation Protocol, I think, is the best part about it. Um, yeah. I think Escalation Protocol is such a sick activity. Really, really sick. Really, really rewarding. Really cool guns. The Iculos weapons were so good. The Iculos shotgun with fucking trench barrel was ungodly OP. When um, you think about it, Iculos reminds me of the pyramid ships and the darkness. Yeah. That's a that's yeah. a different topic for a different time. Yeah, no, it does. I no, I agree. I agree. And they are yeah. very triangular. Yes. Both both of them are, are made out of a lot of triangles. Um, triangles. I was actually thinking about the pyramids today, eating my Doritos. Yeah. Yeah, triangles, man. Um, anyway, keep going. But uh, I think Warmind is like. Let's see what what were the strikes that they added without them. Zol and Zol, that's uh, right, and um, Nocris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nocris was a good strike. I think Nocris was, was a good good. strike. I think Zol yeah. was pretty whatever, forgettable strike. Yeah, I think Zol was forget I, I forgettable. Was stupid having campaign. the grit as his mouth in campaign, and he was yeah. I, I mean, it was another whole strikes were just from in the, the campaign. Yeah, thing. yeah. I mean. Uh, a rough time. I always loved Rasputin. Yeah, rough times. I, I'd put it in C. Yeah, I, I mean, C I think it's a consummate C tier expansion. Like, yeah. if you look up C tier expansions in the dictionary, you might see a picture of Mormont. Yeah, um, you'd see a picture of Rasputin. And then it's holy god. It, in my opinion, is the second of the big three. In Forsaken. Yeah. I think there's three, the big three, I think is very clear, 
and it's Taken yes. King, Forsaken, and then we'll get to the third one later. But I think it's very oh, obvious. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gotcha. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oops. <laughs> Um, that's hilarious. That's actually hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what a sick fucking expansion. I mean, such like an incredible jump from Curse of Osiris and Warmind. Like, holy cow. This was the last Activision expansion as well. Mm-hmm. Like so, when you the, think about it, Activision uh, has helped with two of the three big expansions. What do you think? About yeah, well, I, I mean, Activision absolutely had its merits. Like, there's a reason they're yeah. such a big company. Yeah. Um, they make good games. They're just a little money hungry. Yeah, they are. But I mean, it's very, in my opinion, it is very easy to see if you were playing Destiny at the time. How about nine months after they split from? Activision, the content took a dip, right? Yeah, and that's not like necessarily that's their fault. Happens. It's just what yeah. happens when you are being are the son company of a huge parent like Activision, and then you split from them. It's just what happens, right? They lost so much of their workforce. Um, so that's part of like Activision gave so much backing, they gave so many employees, like. So, yeah, they definitely had a very big impact on Destiny, and it was largely a good one. So, but they, and then, of course, they had all, but then they had their money issues. So that was also really frustrating. Um, but, I mean, Forsaken is incredible. The, like, the, the destination is phenomenal. The Tango Shore, and then, like, Hello, the Dreaming City maybe Destiny's best ever expansion or not expansion um, location yeah we'll have destination to that's the word I'm looking for but yeah I yeah, mean up to this point up to this point I mean the Dreaming City I mean I think of I think of um, the Dreadnought really mm-hmm. as being the other like competition um, but yeah, and then they had a Last Wish, which was one of the best, I think, raids. Yeah, yeah. The, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you talk about that. I'll go. The, I think the the world's first race was hilarious. The world's first race was hilarious. Right, it took like twenty four hours or twenty five hours or something. Um, but and then like campaign wise I think the story was really good I think that first mission is one of the best Destiny missions like I think it's really nice um, I think Kate is hilarious in that mission um, and obviously like then the Barons get out and all this and you have to go on like the bounty hunt which I thought was pretty cool where you get to fight each one of them is their own boss battle. Um, and then, obviously, everything with the Dreaming City and Mara and all that. So, I I mean, I won't give my tier until after you go, but I think for, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, right? Forsaken yeah. is one of the best, so. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So. Oh, I out, hated the Crucible map on the Dreaming City. That map fucking sucks. That's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Sorry. Um, no, it's it's valid. Uh, on my phone one day, and then I look at YouTube, and there's a Cade video about the new expansion. Yeah. And I click on it, and he dies, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, that's how they get you from to mid to shit expansions to a, a really, really, you know, one of the best expansions. Um, that was like, well, you know, this, this expansion is going to be huge. It's going to yeah. have huge implications on the future. Uh, yeah. Cade dies from Aldrin. Aldrin thinks Mara wants him to. It's not Mara. It's the Ahakara influencing him. That's a part of the raid. Everything's connected. Uh, Tangled Shore is cool. Um, it was a cool destination. I don't think it was anything like crazy until we got to the Dreaming City, though. I think Tangled yeah. Shore was like, yeah. like an okay destination. I think definitely, it was cool. definitely. But I, um, I think the area by Spider was definitely the um, what a unique, like what a unique area. place. Like, yeah. That was the first. I, is that not like the first time that there was a permanent zone like that in a non-social space? Um, what do you mean? Like that spiders area, right? Like was not like, like you couldn't pull up your gun and stuff like that. No, not a vendor. Like a uh, whole yeah, a whole area of the open world. Yeah, that is like a social space. Yes, yes. That's I what I'm trying was. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more than just like a vendor, you know? That's right. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, um, sorry. Yeah, Tangle Shore was cool. Uh, you Yeah, kind of like you said, like the witch hunt, I think having every Baron have a different mission. Mm-hmm. I think that was a very good concept. The whole prison break, you can which, see like there are actually things happening. Which one was your favorite? Fight. Ooh, um, hmm. I, I can't say I don't remember the, all their names is the issue. Yeah. Um here. I like the one that was the big uh hive boomer night. Yeah, I think that was my favorite. Actually. Uh the mind bender. Yeah. Yeah. Rocks, the mind bender. The mind bender. That one was definitely my favorite. That one. Yeah. Um, I liked the one that was in the Prison of Elders too. That I get. No, that wasn't the Baron. That was just her strike. But I like that one. Yeah, I think combining Fallen and Scorn and Hive okay. elements yeah. into one character is just what made him better than everyone yeah. i think the trickster and the machinist are also good shouts as well mm-hmm. the um, machinist was fanatic, good fanatic was like cool that. just his strike kind of made me tired of him that's the only reason the I'm fanatic was cool a fa- fanatic was long though yeah it was but um i loved that as an aspect and you unlock like a completely new destination um 
Dreaming City had so many places to explore. Mm -hmm. uh, aesthetically, it was cool. That was the first time they did something kind of like live events, like Curse Week. Yeah, um, the Curse Cycle was the, sick. The uh, Ascendant Plane, this was the first time we went there. That was really cool. Um, this was the first dungeon of Destiny 2. This was the Shattered That's Throne. That's right, Shattered Throne. Um, Shattered Throne was amazing. It was a secret until people so stumbled good. upon it. Shadow Throne was really good. Uh, uh, the strikes they added, there was that uh, one of the wizard sisters, I forgot her name. Uh, or no, the queens, one <gasps> yeah, of the queen yeah, sisters yeah, yeah. that was yeah, taken. Yeah. Um, That's that a good was strike. A good strike. I like that I strike. Um, the thick roll of the fanatic strike was okay. I didn't like his health being gated oh really like yeah that. i don't really like um, the boss fight yeah i don't really like the boss fight either to be honest um that's so time gated cool. yeah i don't i think there was only two strikes right i think so or was there three i think there I were think two i think there yeah. were two uh, uh well there's the prison of elders one. Oh, it is three then yeah yeah there's three yeah it's the prison, prison of elders one was yeah. awesome yeah the prison of elders awesome. one is awesome I think that was my favorite one. Such <laughs> such a good strike. Back. Such a good strike. It brought back one of my favorite activities. The, yeah. The such um, a good strike. For a little bit. Um, I don't think there's anything. No. Oh, you, yeah. You know what we're forgetting? Um, Did we just think of the same thing? Weapons came back. Oh, I was going to say like Blind weapons. Well, bro. Oh, yeah. Blind Well. Yeah. Blind Well but is sick. Blind Well was a great activity. I think that I... See... I wasn't thinking about that when we were talking earlier. What I, that might be better than Court of Oryx. Blind Well, you think so? I think so. I think Blind Well was I, I so think it definitely awesome. Could be. I, well, they feel honestly. Now that I think about it, they feel pretty similar. So yeah, maybe yeah. they deserve to have the same rating. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't think they added anything new in Crucible, did they? Oh, the, well, this is when... You know what? Changed. This was, too? Yeah, this is when they changed the weapon system. Yeah, this is when they changed. Yeah. Yeah. This was when, when they, they changed, changed the weapon system game. back to how it was. Awesome. Yeah. Except for, a, like, a few, like, um, Merciless and stuff like that. This is also when they made a shit ton of new exotics and they kept them secret and hard to get again. Oh, dude, I that's right. The exotic drought. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, fucking 2017 Which, or whatever it was. I liked it was all RNG and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I got Trinity cool um, during the campaign. I remember freaking out. And then the raid was the longest raid they've ever made, and I think is mm -hmm. still the longest raid they've ever made. Um, so many different mechanics, so many different types of bosses. Uh, I, I think it's so many bosses guess, yeah so many bosses aren't there um, like six encounters in that raid there are, I think there are at least five five or six if you count the jumping puzzle I think there's five yeah I think there might be five because there's what's her name like Kalia or something and then Kali, there's yeah. then there's there's Kali Morgath there's um, the other wizard one. The. That's right. That's right. 
the there's the tic tac toe one. Yep. Um, the wish, the wish. Wall then there's the tree, the tree one. The vault, yeah. And the vaults. Thank you. Um, and then Raven, yeah, five encounters. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. A huge raid. Just a lot. This is such a good raid. Yeah. I just, that's I such just a good raid. so, yeah. That such a good raid. Just so comparable, I feel like. They're so good. They're both really good. Um, yeah, they're all just a really good expansion. They did, yeah. They did out of their, out of their minds with this one. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with, like, everything that you said like it's just phenomenal I mean Forsaken is it feels like Taken King where what, what more can we really say yeah um so I guess we can we can move on if you don't have anything else you wanna oh yeah this was sure. wasn't this bows yeah it was Forsaken is when they added bows yeah it was and man, what a like! Holy cow! Yeah, I never had like bows are maybe okay. This is a this is a debate. I think bows have been the best class since they've been added. Have been the best weapon class, I maybe than in, other SMGs in high level I content. Think, yeah, top tier content for sure. I in all content, I think, best. yeah. In all content, pro- it's probably SMGs. Yeah. But, I mean, um, holy cow. <laughs> yeah, high-tier content, i definitely say it's bows. It's just so easy to sit back and pluck enemies, especially with, like, the abilities that some bows have. And, like, the anti-champ stuff that they yeah. all have. When was, was this when grenade launchers were added, too, or was that? Oh, shit. When I don't remember when they added that. When did grenade launchers get added in Destiny 2? It was introduced in Destiny 2, it says. So I would assume it means... I think it was the vanilla game. Base game. Yeah. Is what I would assume. Let me see if I can find something more concrete. I just remember the edge transit being... Fucking Everything. yes, dude. Yeah, that's what that's what made me think of that. It's getting the edge transit forty times in Forsaken. Whenever I need a powerful, whenever I need a chess piece, I get the edge transit. Whatever. Uh, come on, why is this really so difficult? <laughs> Yeah, 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 it was base D2. Sorry. Because they had, like, fighting lion and shit in the base game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we can move on to Shadowkeep. Um, yeah. What a... What an interesting expansion. What a complex expansion to like talk about because I think the I think okay I'm going to give my rating first and then I'm going to tell you why I think it's B I think it's B because I think 
the uh, destination, even though it was the moon, was actually pretty cool. Um, I really liked the Red Fort, the area um, where there was that non-match made activity. I really liked that part of the map. Um, Scarlet Keep, Alter Sorrows. Yeah, Scarlet Keep, thank you. Red Fort. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> shut up. I mean, it is a Red Fort, okay. <laughs> Scarlet Keep is just a fancy way of saying Red Fort. Um, but I, <laughs> I thought that area was cool. Um, I mean, having Eris back in Play Central in the story is always one of my favorite things. Um, I think she's Destiny's best character. She's Destiny's most interesting character. Um, Other than Kate, I would agree. Uh, yeah, like maybe not the best, Kate. but I think she's the most interesting character interesting, for sure. For sure, yeah. Um, Marsov too, though. Marsov. Yeah, but Mars never really like the main part of the story. Uh, she, I mean, she was in Forsaken, but yeah, and she's had a season or two. But Eris is. Yeah. We yeah. just have more time I, with Eris. Yeah. Um. But I like the story. I think is pretty cool. I think the story itself is maybe kind of mid, but I think the, the concept f- of the well, not only that. But what it symbolizes, what that story is to the Destiny story is so important, right? Like, that is the start of the shit. The start of the witness. Right? Like, that's the start of the darkness. We we saw the pyramid in base D1, and then we didn't see it again until there was one parked on the moon in Shadow Yeah. Right? They rounded the corner, and then they played that music, and there's a pyramid. I was like, aww. Yeah, that was that was the best moment of that campaign. I feel like so that going back to Corona. That solely is the reason it's B. The camp, everything else equalizes out. The campaign mid, but what it symbolizes is so like important to the story that it makes yeah. it a B tier expansion. When otherwise, I think it would be C. Yeah. Um, but the raid is sick. I like the raid a lot. Garden. I mean, obviously, it yeah, gave cool. it gave us divinity. Mm. What a crazy exotic! Um, it gave us some really good guns too, if I remember correctly. The pole—I remember the pulse rifle being really good. Yeah, um, I think I think it was mostly just the pulse and divinity. Maybe, I feel maybe like the raid's weapons just were kind of lacking. The hand cannon yeah. was good. The hand cannon was good. The That's shadow key, yeah. The Eris or uh, the the table guy, the lectern. The lectern scums were good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The moon yeah, weapons. Yeah, the hand cannon. Yeah, 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 yeah. The hand cannon was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah the moon weapons were good. The moon weapons were good. The yeah. uh, the fusion rifle was really good. I remember that. Yes. Um, um, so I thought, like, the destination is cool. That new area of the map is cool. Um... I like the mission where you get to drive the tank. I think that's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I do think it's a B tier expansion. Yeah. Um, I think the concept of nightmares is cool. Bringing back Eris was awesome. Um, the campaign, I think those those huge nightmares being like Crota and Gull and stuff were really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the final mission was really good. That's when they started doing their like 
other than I mean Forsaken obviously started it but they continued their like big final mission kind of thing that we'd see in all the other expansions where it's like you know makes you realize that this is like a huge story beat yeah exactly um, I liked going back to Crota there mm-hmm. going back um, the strikes awesome obviously yeah. brought back that one like, from D1 the, the Gull uh, ship mm-hmm. fighting him I don't remember what they did Maybe it was a Tanix, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, going back to Tanix Strike was cool. Um, Garden was cool. I don't remember which strikes they added. Uh, I'll look it up. First of all, I don't think they really added too much. Maybe they did. I don't know. Oh, that was a... Shit. Where is it? Uh, Shadow Keep Strikes. There was the Hashladoon one. Mm, that was a long ass strike. I I never do that now. I never. It's too long for me. It was really cool. It's just too long for me. They did a great job. They just need to shorten it somehow. That that shit is too long for me to do. I don't want to load into a strike and spend twenty minutes in it. That is not what I want to do. Uh, the Festering Core. I don't remember that strike. Best core strike. Oh, I remember this one. It's the one. It's the one that's in, uh, like the Taken realm, kind of. And that's not true. Um, where you have to like break the barriers to get the light beams and shit. And the boss is like a circle arena with a ball in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. it's that yeah, one. That it's cool. that one. That one was cool. That's a good strike. I like that strike. Yeah. I like that strike. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, so I think I think B tier is good. I think B tier is good for Shadowkeep. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's there's a lot less to say about Shadowkeep than there is the expansions around it. Um, yeah. I think. Cool, good. Thought I had good things with Im- it. Didn't like some Import- things. Extremely things. important for the Destiny story, that expansion. Yes. Yes. It kicks off the events that made Destiny a good game. That's not true. Right. It kicks off the events that made Destiny known for the story. Mm. Um, I mean, I guess you could say technically Vanilla D2 did, but it's really Shadowkeep. Yes. Um, so... I guess, yeah, we move on. Beyond Light, I will... Uh, I did not mean to type that. <laughs> I will uh, let you take this one. Um, let's see. Beyond Light. Uh, I think after Shadowkeep, I was so hyped to see what they were going to do next with the story. Um, and they continued the whole pyramid thing. That one, that one I thought was going to be a lot more about pyramids, but ended up not being about, like, pyramids at all like i remember the opening cutscene. it was Fredjin, uh eris and the stranger elsie uh you know they were that huge cutscene where they were fighting the enemies and they were doing this cool shit and i was like oh that's cool um and then they saw the pyramid and then that's all we got basically about the pyramid um the story was about ferrix phobus bray and then Elsie and Anna. Um, 
story-wise... Fucking, what's her name? Aramis. Aramis, thank you. Aramis was a really cool villain. I enjoyed her. Uh, Still alive, I think, right? No, no, she dies. No, she's dead. She died in in Seraph, right? Um, No, uh, no, she lives. Yeah, she's still alive. I think she's still alive. Yeah, 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 Yeah. she's still alive. She's still alive. I'd be surprised if she was like a raid boss or something. (laughs) Or maybe she's being saved for like the episodes after... Um, yeah, Final I, Shape. I don't know. Because the first one's fallen. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but I loved Varric's coming back. That was really cool. I really thought he was dead. Um, the campaign was cool, obviously. Um, our first Darkness super subclass, Stasis. Um, Holy fuck, how broken Stasis it was. Stasis was awesome. I loved Stasis. Can't play Crucible with it, obviously. But I love Stasis. Holy Stasis is awesome. Fuck. It was um, awful in PvP. Especially with Agar's Scepter now. Yeah. Um, I love that build. Stasis builds go crazy. I wish um, it was a little I better. Still use that. Yeah, I still use that. I made a new one because I, I went and got all my Stasis Fragments. I mm-hmm. made a new one and it just makes it better. But anyway. Um, we got Stasis. We got... I really thought... Um, the Europa as a destination was one of the best that they've ever done. I really, mm-hmm. it was huge. Europa was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also, what a this massive was like a destination. Huge, yeah, this was a huge like post campaign story kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah um, for sure. They had a lot of stuff that carried on past the campaign. This is where they really started doing it. Um, I, I have really, a question. I really thought, yeah. Sorry, finish your thought, but then I have a question. Um, I was just you can you can go ahead and ask it. Okay, okay. So this is a very like about us. Um, yeah. But which day one did you like more, this one or Witch Queen? Um, I'm I'm really interested. I don't know, because I feel like... Hmm. I'm really interested. I feel like Beyond Light, to be honest. I I totally... You know why? You know why? Why? Because, right, so part of what made Witch Queen awesome, and we'll get to this in a minute, was was the campaign, right? That was the main thing about Witch Queen. But, 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 I think what made... Beyond Light Day 1, so... The best Day 1, in my opinion, I've ever done. The best Day 1 I've ever done. Was... Other than maybe Destiny 2. Right? But that doesn't count. Um, Was Beyond Light, because we did the campaign. It took us, like... We did on Legendary. That's when they added Legendary. Um, No, no, no. I'm sorry. That was... That was was Wish Queen. Queen. I'm sorry. That was Wish Queen. Um... But it took us uh, maybe like six hours, seven hours, I'd say. Um, Something like that. Maybe eight, maybe seven or eight. Um, I think it was seven or eight. But, right, so it was, what, it was like a 16-hour day one session. Um, Mm. Right, and the campaign took us eight hours. Yeah. And then we did eight more hours of post-campaign, and I think that was really sick. 
I think that's what did it because Witch Queen we Witch got Queen, to we experience did we did that. the story and the story took us 14 hours or whatever right because we played on Legendary and it was fucking hard yeah. it yeah. was hard we final mission. we struggled we struggled um you, me, and Cole. We struggled. And uh, I think because the campaign took us 14 hours, it's almost less rewarding because we didn't get to do it. We didn't get to experience it after the campaign. Right. As opposed to Beyond Light, where we did the campaign, we burned through it. We didn't burn through it. But we, we got through it. And then we got to experience all the posts and we got to explore Europa. And it was fucking sick. Right. Yeah, um, so I just I think I thought that was a really interesting question. So I yeah, wanted, no, I wanted to. I, I agree. I wanted to ask. I think um, I just, I had never thought time. about it until now, really. Yeah, that was the first time um, I did an expansion on my computer. That was like the only expansion that I'd bought on my computer and that I've done a campaign on. That's I when I that's when I switched too. Itself. Yeah. Um, and I thought I was going to be more on my computer because this was before I got my PlayStation. Yeah. Um, back when it was still the Xbox One. Yeah. This was like three months or four months before I got my PlayStation. But, um, yeah. So. No, didn't you play Witch Queen on PC? No, Witch Queen was on my PlayStation. Oh, I never thought Witch Queen was PC. My bad. No. Um. Interesting. Outside of that, Beyond Light. Um, what the fuck was that? Why can't I remember? What was the raid for Beyond Light? Oh, um, fuck. Oh, the D1 boss, Tanix. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was Deep Sun Crypt. Yeah, yeah, Deep Sun Crypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah what a fucking um, lit raid. Dude, yeah. That was that was our status first, uh, calamitous. That was our first day, day one, one raid. Raid in Destiny Two. We couldn't yeah. get past That's, that encounter. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't get past. We were on that, that encounter. Was a hard day we were raid. on that encounter well, for like six hours, bro. <laughs> Deepstone Crypt is a long raid when you yeah, think about it. It's, it a, it's a decently long raid. It's a well-made raid, dude. I remember I the Sparrow puzzle day one was awful. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I think the raid like took you even further into Europa, which I liked, and it also took you to space, which they've never done before. Oh, so dude, really cool. yes, Seraph Station. Oh my God, yes. And yeah, jumping through space, and like it was all different noises because you're in space and stuff. And the music was awesome. The music was fucking um, amazing. And then they added the uh, the Glassway Strike and mm-hmm. something else. Chris Watt, no idea what they did there. I can't remember anything. What other strikes were there? I, I should the pull up a list of... Like, I'm going to pull up a list of strikes. It might have just been one, actually, for Beyond Light. No, 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 no. We got the remake of um, Omnigol. They also... Maybe this is the whole year. Maybe this was, is the whole yeah. This is the whole year. Okay. That was one of the seasons that they brought back. This is the whole year. So yeah, it's just that one. Yep. Yeah, this is the whole year. That's not what I want. Yeah. So just the one. Just the one. Uh, 
yeah, Beyond Light was just, that was a really good expansion. It's a very underrated expansion, I feel like. Um, Story's great. Story's, Story's great. Story's great. great. Yeah, what a um, great... Uh, okay, this, for me, is when I started caring, like, really caring about Destiny music. Beyond the, like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. You know, like, I, this is when I started to be like, damn, I love the music in Destiny. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with, like, everything, right? We've kind of... I think because we've played together for so long, our opinions are generally pretty much identical. Um, yeah. And because we just talk about it so much, we've sculpted our, like, combined opinion. Um, right, exactly. I mean, yeah, the... I'm trying to remember. I wonder if I can find out which PvP um, maps they added. If they added any PvP maps. Doesn't particularly say. Oh, wait, here we go. No. No. There weren't any released in Beyond Light. Oof. Mm. Oof. Oof. Um, yeah. yeah, so I guess there, there wasn't even anything PvP. I'm trying to think about, like, what were the weapons? That, the oh, that's right. It was the red and blue weapons that season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You got up from the campaigns. They were all pretty yeah, mid. They were yeah, pretty they were, mid. They were weapons. okay. The DSC um, weapons are phenomenal. Yes. That was, was the. Yeah. That was Cloud Strike, too, right? Was it was Cloud Strike? Yes. Yeah. Was that that was, that was the Raid Exotic, right? No, Eyes of Tomorrow. No, was the Raid that was exotic. a that was a timed mission. Yeah. Or no. Was, no, was no, it, no. It was a timed mission, I think, wasn't it? Maybe or was it, it was. Just a secret mission. I think it was just a secret mission. But it I don't was remember RNG though whether you got it or not. Yeah, I don't remember that. Guarantee. Um. Yeah, but I mean. That was the double slug meta. Yeah. That's the sniper, that the shotgun. They were re- the DSC um, really the scout gun. rifle. The scout rifle yeah. was great. They, I mean, they just had really all good really weapons. good weapons. The, even the hand cannon, even though it's a one. Yeah. The design for the guns awesome. was really a step up. Really yeah. awesome. Really awesome. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. So, what have. do you you think it's B then? I, I would give it A. You'd give it A? I would give it I would give it a low A. Okay, okay. We'll put it at the bottom of A. Yeah. Because I I, I think agree. it's better than I think, Shadow. I definitely I, I definitely agree. Than House Wolves. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Honestly? No. We'll I'll, we'll just put it solidly in A. Solidly in A. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it just had so much to offer and it's very underrated. Solid solidly in A. That day one was amazing. It was. And that was our first, like, new way we've done day ones, right? Yeah, it was. So, for for context, we used to day one, but we, like, we've always day one, but we never really, like, made a big deal out of it. Um, We would just, like, have a regular play session on day one. We would, like, do the campaign and kind of, like, do an hour or so, hour or two, maybe, Mm -hmm. of post-campaign and be done for the night. Um other than Forsaken, Forsaken was a long day one. Um 
as well. But again, we didn't really make a big deal out of it. It just happened to be long. And then right. now we make an emphasis to you know, fuck not go to class and sit mm-hmm. and play and just play until like 5 in the morning. Even though I have yeah. a 7.50 the next morning. Which is, yeah. I know what's going to happen with fucking Final Shape. Probably, um, yeah. I'm actually going to have like in-person school now, so I'm going to have to yeah. like, design my classes around that. Yeah, Final Shape. Um, but so this is when we like really made that change, um, and I loved it. I loved it. I, I had such a blast. I had such a good time. Yeah. And this was freshman year, and it, this was still when it was in September, um, and this came at a perfect time. Because I was missing the boys, and then we had you and I sat down and played for so long. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. Much. I think A is definitely correct. A is definitely yeah. correct. So now right. is oh boy, Ooh, oh, yeah. boy. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I can go first. All right. Um, I I will say, I will say I will say. For those who might be so blissfully unaware for some reason, this is the third of the big three. This is, yes. in my opinion, the best Destiny expansion yes. ever made. It yes. is the best story Destiny has ever made. This is S, if not SS or S+. Plus. Yes. Like, this is the best. This isn't S tier, this is the best. Go ahead. <laughs> um... They started caring about their campaigns a lot more, even though Beyond Light was really good, Forsaken was really good, Shadowkeep was okay. They, they they put a lot of effort. They wanted to make campaigns more like Halo, you know, whatever they said in their uh, um, their Vidoc. Yeah, they just wanted the to be like time. old Bungie again. Yeah. The uh, the first time there was legendary campaign which is an awesome concept that i feel like one of the best editions they've ever made yeah for sure um so rewarding provides an actual challenge to a campaign that has needed a challenge for a while at what that an point. amazing addition bro a, gr- a great destination i mean we go back to to mars um yeah icora That's and right. eris are the main like protagonists i thought yeah. that was really cool involving icora in that Nah, you, um, know, you know who's big the main thing character? Appears. It's fucking Savathun. That is true. She's the main and character, make, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. They make her a big role. Um, you see the big thing in the Mars sky, you go on it, then you go to Savathun's, you get a little portal to Savathun's throne world, and it's just this, this hidden, huge place um, that's currently being added on today you know seventh inspire um but it, it's just such a it really reminds you of the dreadnought it's his own uh-huh. kind of like retreat uh it's all like hive theme but in a new unique way in a um, royal way yeah so many secrets um the campaign does a lot of different things than the past ones. It really takes you in her mind because um, she's, you know, a big deceptionist and what trickery. Story. And, uh, takes you inside her mind, shows you her side of things. You get a lot of memories of her, her thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. Final mission has to be like the best final mission there's ever been. 
in that it's Ooh. long. It's you very think so? long. I, I, I think I think it's definitely up there. Yeah. I think it's definitely up there. Because you yeah. have Yeah. It's, it's very long. You have the first boss fight, then you go across the way to the second boss fight, and then you go into a third different place, kinda like cutting yeah. the weaves of her mind. That's true. And then the traveler coming to the the throne uh throne world. It's true. It's, it's, it's true. It's just a crazy it's a crazy concept of like hive guardians as well. Those were introduced. Those were crazy. But yeah, you got the the weave walkers or whatever, the wizards inside of her mind. Um she's using your own powers against you like she's storm trancing around her little throne world. Yeah. Um she's palpatining. Yeah. Just the just the cutscenes, the um I don't know the whole kind of. This is more when the witness kind of came into things a little bit. Um, That's right. At the, That's the right. End of the final end of that mission. You see him with all the planets. Yeah. Um, I just, I just think it's definitely top three end campaign missions, if not like. It's top best. two. It's top two. I think it's between yeah, that and Taking King. Yeah, I think it's works. Yeah, for, for sure. Me. Um, but I, I mean, I yeah. see the argument for both being first. I don't yeah. disagree with it being first. I just think that it's Taken King yeah. is also there. I don't think they'll ever beat the entrance to Oryx, the little light on the ground. Yeah, and it right. like, travels and it opens that big door, and you hear the Taken King. They're, they're light shining on. They're the best for significantly different reasons. Yes, exactly. Um, and that's just the campaign. Um, yeah, I mean. Um, I just want, I wanted to say really quick the the part where at the end of the campaign we find out that Savathun was revived was dead and then got revived by the traveler yeah and right for those that may be unaware the re- part of the reason our character does not have a name is because when you get revived as a guardian you lose all your memories um. So we have no memory of who we were beforehand, right? And so it turns out at the end of the campaign, the second to last mission, you find out that it was a trick and she fooled you into giving her her memories back. And like, I remember being like, holy shit. Like the whole campaign was us getting played. That was the start Even of like. Now. That was the start of like, damn. There are some powerful motherfuckers out there. Yeah. Like yeah. she influenced everyone into giving her. It wasn't just us. Like she was influencing Ikora and Eris and like everybody. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, what an incredible twist. And even now in this season, she knows everything. She knew that she would die. She's she knew just, that the witness would go in the traveler. She just knew, yeah. she knows everything. You know who she is? She's like Gojo, dude. Gojo, yep. Everything is part of the plan. Yep. Everything so is part of the powerful. plan. Have you uh, have you caught up on Jujutsu Kaisen? Not yet. I don't know yet. Ah! I, I have made strides. 
Uh, let me know when you catch up, please. I will. Um, yeah, but everything is part of the plan. She just knows. Yeah. She just knows. Yeah. I, okay, I think she's the best villain in Destiny. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's the best quote-unquote bad guy. Because I don't really know if she's really the bad guy. You know? Uh, yeah, I don't think she Do you know what I mean? Either. Yeah. Like, she was the bad guy in the Witch Queen campaign. Like she was. Right. She was. But not in the But now, story. like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I feel like everyone's a good guy and it's got it's us first to witness. Agreed. Um, yeah. So, it's interesting. Um, what what an incredible character. I thought, what's, uh, what strikes did they add? Do we know? Uh... Which queen strikes the added one with the boat? Yes, the light blade as well. Light blade, yeah, and birthplace of the vial. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. And the strikes were really good. Light blade was good. The other one was good. Great strikes. Uh, birthplace of the vial is a very cool strike. Yes. I really like that I strike. Thought incorporating Crota lamps into the light blade was really cool as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the raid was really good. Um, yeah. 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 I thought the raid was amazing. Um, what was that one called? Oh I'm shit! To find that right now. <laughs> I forgot. Oh my god! <sighs> vow. Vow. It's vow. Yeah, Val the, the disciple. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one with the roll. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's really, a great that raid. Good. And the fucking yeah. weapons. I mean, the GL is so broken. Yeah, forbearance is really good. Forbearance is so good. It reminded me a lot of Beyond Light because of how unique the weapons were to the raid. Oh, Beyond Light, yeah. The design. Yeah, the design. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I completely agree. Overall, there's just really nothing that I disliked about this expansion, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, this is as perfect as a Destiny expansion, I think, is going to be. Yeah. I have have so much hope for Final Shape. Which I could. I'm so excited. But I think I'm being realistic. Well, I don't think it'll be Witch Queen. But but you can still be better than Taking King and not be Witch Queen. Right. Yeah. So that doesn't mean I'm not excited. And who knows? Honestly, it might. Honestly, it might be Witch Queen. It definitely could. I think we're going to get some insane D1 stuff that I'm going to go crazy nostalgia mode. Like, it's going to be insane. I also think they could definitely do a step up from Life Hall, which we'll talk about. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure, for Uh, sure, for sure, for sure. New, what was it? New story lead that they gave this expansion to. I think that's what it was. It was the transfer of story leads because. Yeah, what was the final um, cutscene in this campaign? And the Lightfall one? No. Witch Queen. Yeah, what was the Witch Queen's. The Witness. Post campaign. And the Planets. I thought that was Beyond Light. Oh no, no, it was Witch Queen. 
Yeah, I was about to say that. It was What was Beyond Light? Oh, I definitely thought that was Beyond Light. No, that was between. What was the Beyond Light post campaign? Was there one? there was sorry I don't mean to be completely halting the oh you're good I want to figure this out not to Sam here what's hot hi Sam thanks for the spectrum ad <laughs> this is great podcast content right here <laughs> this is peak podcast content why don't I remember what the... Oh my god, I love having back-to-back 15-second -back unskippable ads. That's crazy. <laughs> what was it? Um... No, that can't be the end cutscene. I genuinely do not remember. Genuinely do not remember... No, this is the raid. I don't want this. I don't want the raid. Um, I'm determined to find this. Yeah, I am too. God damn it. This was uh, Eris touching that statue, wasn't it? It? I think it was. Well, it, it goes I, straight into no the raid. I wouldn't remember it. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was Eris touching. Now that had to be Shadow Keep. That was Shadow Keep. Sorry. It doesn't look like there is one. Sworn there was one. No, it doesn't look like there is. I looked up uh, the full game movie. Huh. Yeah, I mean, the last real cutscene is Aramis. Oh, no, 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 no. We go inside the pyramid ship, remember? And we find the ball and the statue. Okay, so it was, it was beyond that. It's not really a cutscene, but... Yeah. It's not a cutscene. Okay. That's why. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's because it it's gameplay. We go up and we interact with the ball that's in front of the Cloak Darkness statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. And that's how we get stasis. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, what, that was really like All a 20-minute right. diversion? <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. that um, yeah, but I mean, All what right. more can we say about Witch Queen? Yeah. So, on to Layfall. Oh. Oh, New boy. story lead. Um... Grand, I love Strand. Strand's awesome. Grand is very Strand cool. Strand is awesome. I really enjoy Strand. Um, that's about all I have to say about this. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> you know, yeah, you know, I really like Strand too, but I don't like that it was um, the camp. It was a campaign about Strand. It wasn't a campaign it was, about. I was story. training to learn Strand. That was and we then, literally had a tr anime training arc as the campaign. Yeah. And then That's literally what we, happened. Dude, we even got into philosophy. Oh my god, it's such an anime training arc. It was like, yeah. it was like, 
No, you have to flow with the current. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's such an I, anime I thought, training arc. I thought that one last, like, cutscene with us failing a bunch of times and Osiris, like, so stupid. I thought that was hilarious. But yeah, it it's was hilarious. Really but it's so dumb. Um, it doesn't fit with what had been going on in Destiny. No. I feel like it's like two different stories they made. I feel like they could have put Strand in like a whole different no, quest dude. and expanded on the Callus story. The, the Lightfall campaign is a side quest. Yeah, it basically is. But if you, I think if you split, go more into Callus' backstory with Keitel and before that, and then develop how he became this like darkness figure and did all that in the campaign and then had strand you had like two campaigns basically i think that would have been substantially better than having a four mission strand training compilation one about this veil thing that we still don't really everybody know but us knows about much. yeah too too much about it but like I mean, you can find out, I think, what it is through those, like, dialogue things. The veil the veil containment. containment, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, I don't do that. Basically <laughs> a portal into the Traveler. Yes. Yeah. The two things together make this thing that the Witness wants to control. You can't have that, but now he's trying to take over the Traveler. I, I don't know what's even happening. They just need to do better storytelling. Just storytelling was not good. I didn't think storytelling was. I think the veil, the veil, open controlling the veil and turning it on opened a portal into the traveler. Yeah, is what happened. Pretty much. And then the witness is now infecting the traveler. That's what happened. Yeah, that's that's what the veil is. That's what the veil. He doesn't like the traveler because he can't control it. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. We got we got that bit of um. Uh, backstory in yeah in Lightfall. Which but, was um, which was that cutscene was majorly important. Yeah, it was. But you have like a veil mission, which was the big callous mission. Fuck um, that mission. Veil is such a cool looking thing, though. The veil is awesome. Dude. So cool looking. Uh, the campaign. This mission. mission so ridiculous. So, the people must know. Dayton and I, it took us 50, hours, hours. 50 plus attempts yeah. to do to two-man the final campaign mission. And granted, so granted we two-man everything. We've yeah. two-manned everything that's two-manable in the game. <laughs> like, Just the boss room was so good. I don't know. It, it was, was just so hard. And you just run everywhere. I, like, I don't understand that. It was so hard. Oh, I guess. It was so hard to find time and to get damage. And then because it took so long, you're so prone to making mistakes. Uh, also, Nimbus was really fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nimbus yeah. was so fucking annoying. You combine that with something we don't know about with a super that's most of the campaign Dude, with the boss we no, technically it, already fought. It's just such a not... It's the part of the reason it sucked so much... It's because it's just so not the vibe of what Destiny had been. No, yeah. Like, not. ever since the Witch Queen, it was like, fucked up shit after fucked up shit is happening. And the yeah. universe is going to shit. Like, we're going yeah. to lose. And there's nothing that we can do about it. Right. Like, holy shit, we just got fucked by Savathun. But wait, 
Savathun's not even the one behind it who like we thought. Yeah. There's one behind her. And like... uh, And then in Seraph, which was the season before Lightfall, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, Um, yeah, it was. I think so. It was. Seraph, the season before Lightfall, fucking is about... um, Oh my god, the Russian guy. The AI. What's his name? Rasputin. Rasputin, thank you. It's about Rasputin and he fucking dies. And it's like yeah. on such a dark note and then you go into Lightfall and it's like a comedy. Yeah. Like. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, the story was an L. Um. <sighs> so upsetting. Because I was Very, so... Yeah. I thought Destiny had turned the corner. I did too. I thought Beyond Light and Witch Queen was just such a... I thought they could just keep releasing banger after banger. I thought Lightfall was going to be crazy. And then I, knew, I was uh, like, yeah. Final Shape I and know was going to be nuts. Yeah. So if they can but end I, on a fucking four streak... Like... Mm-hmm. And then they fucked it. But I... Lightfall was supposed to be the end, and then they wanted what, more money, so and, they made the final shape. Okay, I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah, I am interested to see what would have happened if COVID never was never a thing. Yeah, like you can make an excuse like, "Oh, well, they shouldn't have let them. It shouldn't. They shouldn't have let it affect them that much." But like, it did, and nobody yeah. did work for like six months. Yeah. But that was back. That's why I know. I know, but I know, but yeah, but that's it, those expansions would have been at the start of the development cycle, or the middle of the development cycle at that point. Yeah. So then, COVID hitting interrupted their development, and so they couldn't get it. They couldn't get all of it done by the time they wanted. So they had to split it up. And it's pretty much like what I, remember, I think happens. I thought the we're saying that Lightfall was going to be the end because we I know both of us didn't think the final shape yeah. was going to be a thing like yeah all. no Lightfall was, was really supposed random. Lightfall was supposed to be the end but I think yeah. because of COVID and all the extra shit that came along with it when everybody had to be starting working from home and all that shit and it slowed so much stuff down I think that yeah, I mean is one of the main yeah. if not the reason they had to then add a new expansion and split the story because they couldn't get the stuff done in the time frame that they had. I could see that. But at the same time, they made Witch Queen during COVID and, be, well, I guess Beyond Light. They yeah, pushed up Beyond Light during COVID. But, but Witch, Witch Queen... Witch Queen would have been much more, like, finishing details. Like, end details phase at that point, if that makes sense. Like the bulk, yeah. the bulk of the work was already gone at that point, and so they were in the end stage of the development, and then they got into the very fine tuning at the very end, right? So, yeah, yeah, I I, I'd, I'd just be interested to see what like actually happened. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd be interested. To right, see and this is all just speculation. This is not me, yeah. like saying I know what happened. By the way, yeah. <laughs> um. I'd just be interested. But, yeah. I mean... I mean, I think... What do you think? What do you think? What do you rate it? Um... 
Uh, I'm like in between C and D. I was going to put it at C. I don't really think it's as bad as Curse of Osiris. No, I don't think it is either. I think putting it in C is fine. I might say like bottom of C. What else is in C? Dark dark Below, Bormind, and Base Detail. No, I don't think it's below Dark Below either. Yeah. Okay, I'll just say. I'll say middle of C, I guess. Just it's say below upper half. middle of Destiny 2. I'll just say upper half. Are you just below? Below base D2? I think so. Well, you think, I think it's below base D2 and above dark below in Warmind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I was saying. Yeah, so upper half of C. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, I figured we could do a tiny bit of speculation. Not trying to yeah. not trying to extrapolate too much and get too crazy hype, but realistically, what do you think there's a possibility that Final Shape could be? Do you think there's a possibility it can push an S tier? Realis- realistically. Oh, absolutely. 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 There is always a possibility. Again. Absolutely? Yeah. You, I, I like, think... you think there's definitely a possibility it can end up in S? Yes. Yes. Because I think especially with what they've been mentioning, how it's going to be seven missions and then the raid, and then they're going to put out another mission. I mean, it's it's the biggest bad guy we have fought, and they're making it seem like that. Mm-hmm. And they're putting, like, efforts in their storytelling to make it seem... Like, I feel like the raid's going to have, like, different phases of his boss fight and self. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to be, like, a few other bosses, I feel like, but... There's going to be like different phases of him in the raid, and then after in the story mission, you're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. I think the linear destination they're making is going to be one of, if not the best destinations they've ever made. Um, I, I think if I think because the opening when Joe said that this like destination is going to change after you beat the campaign as well mm-hmm. it makes me think mm-hmm. of forsaken mm-hmm. and makes me think of what Dreaming else they can add to the destination already after the witness mm-hmm. is destroyed or whatever happens i'll be interested uh, i'll be interested to see um how wide the path is if that makes sense yeah yeah I will like in too. the grand total of the map i'm interested yeah. to see how wide our linear map is going to be I'm just excited for nostalgia to come back throughout the campaign. I'm excited. The old tower. For, yeah. I'm gonna I'm cry. What I'm gonna I cry. Hope to be, uh, like a witch queen level kind of campaign thing. I mean, it's the end of their first big saga of the game. I yeah. feel like it's definitely gonna be one of the best that they've ever made. I think it will be an S. I think the raid is going to be S tier. Campaign is going to be S tier. I don't really care about much of the other stuff because they said they're literally focusing on the campaign and the raid because that's all you need to do right now. It's all you need to focus on right now, which I love. You're going to be able to continue with the campaign instead of go to another side quest or something. Um, but I, I really think this could be one of the best that they make. I really do. I'm, I'm giving it very high praise. I, I have high hopes, but I think I, I definitely definitely think it's going to be one of the best that they've ever made. I really do. Yeah, I do. I completely agree. I want you to... Okay, I need you to do something for me. 
I want you to go open okay. Spotify. So you know how we're going back to the D1 tower. Yeah. Right? Right. Um, I want you to go into Spotify, and I want okay. you to look up Destiny 1 tower music. The tower? Yep. I want you to play it, and I want you to put it on loop and like low volume in the background. Just trust me. Okay. Just trust me. Alright. Let me know when you've done that. Okay, I'm doing that. If we hear that when we go to the tower, you're saying? Well, just, just let me know when you've done that. Just let me know when you've got it looping and playing. No, it's looping and playing. Okay. Alright, so we're going to be playing Final Shape. Do it. And can you imagine you're like walking through the jungle and then you like walk into a hangar and then like there's one of the D there's the base D1 ship like hanging from the ceiling and then like maybe a class jump ship yeah and then like this music starts playing in the background and then you like walk through the path and you come out Oh my god. Yeah. That would be pretty crazy. And you come Oh my god, bro. <laughs> I like yeah. I might cry if that happens. They, they definitely need to uh, They definitely need to hit on their music for sure as well. Yeah, I mean, they will. I have full confidence in their music. Their music's so good. Yeah. Their music is so good. Lightfall had an unbelievable soundtrack. Yes. That was probably the best part about Lightfall, to be honest. Yes. It was de Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm giving it a potential S. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely I agree. I definitely agree. I'm excited for the new Super. I'm a, I'm a little sad that it's an ARC Super, I will say. Yeah. I yeah. really was hoping for a solar super, to be honest. Yeah. We haven't gotten one since Forsaken. We've right. gotten new Void and new solar subclasses since then. Or new supers. Um, and then a new two new darkness subclasses. So I was really, really hoping for a solar super. Because I am a gun gunslinger main at heart. Even I though I don't the, really get to play it in detail. I think the new Super will be cool in its own way, though, because we've never had a Super like that before. Oh, yeah, no, the new Super is fucking sick. Like, it's yeah. so cool. And Arc Hunter is so much fun. It is so yes, much fun. It is. it is my favorite build right now. Star Eater scales with a new Javelin. It is so awesome. I do so much damage. Hmm. I love that build. Iculos, SMG, Volt Shot, I like the works. It's awesome. So I'm really, really excited for the new Arc Super. I'm really excited. I was just secretly hoping for Solar Super. Yeah. Because I'm always a gunslinger at heart. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's got to be potential S. Yes. So. But yeah, I think that's... I think that's the tier list. I think uh, I think we got good ratings. 
Do you want to talk about any of the seasons, or do you want to call it? Um, I think we'll save that for another one. Save I that for another episode. Yeah, the seasons and the strikes, and I think I think that'll be another good episode to do. I, I think we could continue this as like a a series. Like we can, we can do a little map. series. Yeah, we can throw everything in there. Really. Yeah, that works. I think for that'd me. be good. We can do that. We'll start a destiny, a destiny tier list series. Yeah. And. I'm gonna. I am going to for all of our Destiny episodes. I am going to pick a song, from the soundtrack to have on the background, during, the podcast. I think that's a good idea. To really get the nostalgia flowing. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do that, um, as well. For those episodes. Alright. So uh, yeah. We'll call it here. Um, yeah. So we'll run through it one last time. Uh, so we went Destiny 1. Base. D1. Before Dark Below. Just B. Average. Launch. Good. Good content. Good story. Just a good game. We went mm-hmm. Dark Below C. Story. Not good. I mean interesting. But not really good. Well, good, but short. Good, but short. Right. Um, Crota's really cool. Raid's great. C-tier. House of Wolves, B-tier. Good. Prison of Elders, great. Um, story, more interesting than Dark Below. Taken King, S, easy. Right, one of the best. Nothing more. Mm-hmm. Rise of Iron, top of A, which I think yep. works. Good story, great raid. Great destination. All, all of it. Uh, <clears throat> Destiny 2, top of C, kind of mid. Curse of Osiris, D, bad. The only D tier, the worst. Yep. Warmind, C, whatever, average. Forsaken, one of the best. S, obviously. <clears throat> obviously. Shadow Keep, B, yeah. That's what I'll say about yeah. Shadow Keep, yeah. Yeah. Good story. Beyond Light, A, obvious. Great story, great raid. Wish Queen, best. Lightfall, upper half of C, and then Final Shape, potential S. I think yeah. it's good. I think it's good. Sounds good to me. Alright. We will uh, see you next time. Bye.